0: Project. What? A process. What? The podcast the studio
1: could not come King could not be ready soon enough. Whenever that can happen. Yeah,
0: whenever that can happen.
1: I think we need drywall down there, potentially.
0: Something like that. But the basement will do. Yeah. You guys Hello, welcome. Hello, hello. I, did, you we're, guys probably didn't know you heard my voice today. Stranger, stranger, danger. Just, just stranger, danger to my own we're, podcast. We're in the danger zone at the Cardelloni Macleese home yeah we're coming at you from jess's new space
1: jess's new space it took us about five minutes for my pregnant ass to like
0: find a position and she still doesn't look comfortable which is making me i feel fine okay. I, I don't think and she's in fucking jeans i was like these are maternity i under jeans? i guess i don't understand but like, i'm like like they're no shot that I- you're still trying to look cute <sighs> days before you give birth days we
1: are 38 weeks pregnant How crazy. There's a baby in there. She's full grown.
0: Yeah. She's She's full
1: grown. And guys, the sad news is I think she's askew. And we have to confirm next week. Next Friday, which anything can happen between now and next Friday when you're 38 weeks pregnant. So it'll be 39 weeks in two days when we do the ultrasound to see what position she's in. And I'm like, and if I go into labor before
0: then? They'll find out there. It'll be a last minute. She's,
1: that- she's just, she's always been a real low. She's always sat really low in my pelvis and my pelvis has always really hurt. And I haven't been hurting as much lately, but I just feel her up in my ribs so much. And it took the, like the medical assistant, whatever person that does like the Doppler, it took her like two whole minutes to find Elsie's heartbeat but Elsie was kicking and moving around. Like, we could see her. So I'm like, I wasn't, like, stressed. But I was like... I mean, she's hitting my pants. Like, where well, is it? Yeah, I mean, but. she they were just, like... So she was kind of higher up here. So we don't know what's going on. We don't know what position she's in. She was she was in perfect position. Uh, 36 weeks, but... This I, just, I a felt... In there. A couple of days ago, I'm like... I've said to Josh for a couple of days now, I'm like... I just have a feeling she's going to get breached and I don't know why. I think because I like do the math and it's like, you think about all these things that need to go right in your pregnancy. It's like, you want to, you want a great labor, you know, like a, a quick labor, you know, I want it to be unmedicated. I want to, you know, I want to breastfeed uh, and it's like, but something's going to go wrong. Something has got to give. And I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm going to have to have a C-section because my baby's breached. Like, that's how it, I don't know if anybody else thinks about life that way. But I'm like, hey, I, I want all these things to, to go right.
0: Yeah, you have to prepare. But the math,
1: the math is never math for me. The math has never been in my favor that much in my life. Mm.
0: Yeah, I can And relate. so
1: <laughs> something's going to fail.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you just have to prepare for whatever, too. So you're just like, okay, well, what if, you know? Right. And, like, you just have to go down that road. Okay, play the whole, play the whole scenario out.
1: But I guess if you're going to have to get a C-section... You'd rather be a planned C section. For
0: freaking lately than an emergency, uh, because that's just drama. Trauma. Or even if
1: it's not necessarily an emergency and just like a hey. Sorry about it. If you have to go through the full process of labor and like dilation and all of that for them to be like, the baby's not coming out this way. We're sending you to the to the OR. And you're just gonna be like, so I get all the pain of going through a vaginal birth and then all the pain of a C-section. That sounds like a nightmare. So that's if I could choose one, one journey to not have, it would be that.
0: I heard this story on TikTok and it was a mom talking about her um, labor and she was like, you know, you hear about the embarrassing things, but no one prepared me for the baby came out. They put it on her chest And she said, I just let out a 20-second fart. Yeah. I mean, no way am I just, like, (laughs) queefing.
1: Oh, If you get the epidural, you have no control down. And what they don't tell you also about epidurals.
0: I get it. none of them care. Right. But at that point, you don't care. But do you – do I care? Like, I will be like, I'm farting actively. I mean, still going. If 20 (laughs) seconds goes by, when the moment of, like, you you put the baby
1: (laughs) – But did you also know if you – have to get an epidural, or if you choose to get an epidural, they cath you. Yeah, you get a catheter. Yeah, yeah. And it's like at that point you don't care. But I'm like, and I'm around catheters a lot, not to brag, um, because of my dad's life and his situation. No part of me wants to cath- like that. Is the main reason that I do not want to get an epidural. <sighs> I do not want to be catheter Yeah. And, and there are people are being like,
0: you okay? I don't. I don't want it. Because I don't I would, want I w- it. Yeah, I'm just hoping that you're just like fuck it. You know, at some point you're absolutely like fuck it, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, but I'm truly like
1: manifesting a like. I've like romanticized birth, I think a little bit because I just want it to be so cool.
0: I think it is from and what I, I hear. I think
1: it is really cool, and I, I mean. I've been sipping a little bit of Kool-Aid, which you know I never like to do, um, but on um, this like hypnobirthing, you know, stuff. And <sighs> I hate sipping Kool-Aid because I was part of a religious cult for You a have while. a tendency so I don't, to go I down out, that I'm road. Always, I always approach with caution, any belief system, anything that's like, this is the way.
0: Because but, you're like,
1: oh, I'm all You could, can dabble. Right. I mean, I think there's truth to all things. Like, something I said to my doula is, like, you know, a a hot topic in birthing is, like, when you get to the hospital, they want to put an IV in you. And if not an IV, they want to put a hep lock on you, which is, like, basically the port to get an IV. Mm -hmm. So if you need fluids, if you need, you know, Pitocin, if you need anything. The hot top is you can refuse that. and. And Because I don't want to be – I don't want to have to take Pitocin. I don't – like I'm not going into it wanting to be – have any interventions. And so my doula, who is very pro-medicine, but she's like, you shouldn't need an IV. She's like, you can go in and ask not to. And I was like, we're going to go in and we're going to ask the nurses where their comfort level is because it's like – They've seen shit and yeah. they've been scarred by shit Yeah, that it's like, although I have this vision of like wanting like a pretty, like a free organic birth, like I want to be able to go anywhere. I'm like a Heplock, like an IV that's just like in my, like, that's not going to make or break my birthing experience.
0: Right. But I it could give them
1: extra stress.
0: Yeah. What, I guess what's the harm in getting it? Not being able to move around. It's
1: just unco- like, you just have that needle. Like, have you ever had an IV?
0: Not that I can remember. Okay. So,
1: like, they put it, like, here or in your hand. And you just, when you move, you can feel the needle in you. But I had it when we were in the hospital over Christmas after the accident. Um, and it was fine. Like, okay. I, it, it's not great. Yeah. And also the other, because the, I'm on both sides of TikTok. I'm on nurses talk and I'm on natural birth talk, man. Okay. And the nurses are, like, it's way harder to IV you. When you, like, have lost any blood. Yeah. She's like, so someone's... And I was like, that's true. So we opted for the Heplock lock in the end. I'm like, I'm just going to fight. I'm just going to do it.
0: Just, but I, mean, I don't want to
1: be hooked up to, like, f- extra fluid bags. It's like, I can drink my own water. Thank you. Yeah. But it's just wild. It's wild just getting in that mental zone to, like,
0: give exit a human frame birth, your for body. Right. Yeah, to birth. do... I mean, do, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, before, like, big games or anything, you, like, gotta gear yourself mm-hmm. up. Like, do you get that when you're, like, in the hospital? <sighs> no, I don't get... Um... But do you just get
1: this, like, adrenaline rush where you're like, fuck,
0: yeah. Well, where well, do you, you go? Well, you
1: hope that the adrenaline isn't fear-related. You hope you can use your adrenaline to, like, you
0: know, really hone in when you Really need it. tap into that womanhood. Yeah, like... Like, my friend Liz said it was like, she had, like, this... Spiritual experience during her second birth. Hell
1: yeah, and that's I, how it should yeah, be. Manifest that. We need more of that. Let's yeah. come Jesus. on and tell that story because it's truly. Those are the stories we need to hear.
0: Yeah, and she, um, at the time that one song, um, "I Am Woman" came out, "I Am Fearless," mm-hmm. and she's like, "That was just my mantra. I had it on repeat." I'm like, "Wow, that Liz. sounds." That sounds like everyone. Like if you listen to her, her story, I think everyone would want to give birth.
1: If Liz would ever come on and just tell that full story ever, her whole life story, yeah. I would pay money.
0: Yeah. We're tr- we're working on it. I'd get it. tickets. Yeah. You guys will
1: her story is so entertaining. And just inspiring. Yeah. And also insane. Insane. Yeah. So not maybe maybe have Liz on while I'm while I'm off.
0: Yeah, we should I we definitely should. If she's open to sharing. She texted, we were going through a group text today. She's like, my brain is different. Yeah, they're more like some jaw-dropping moments in Liz's story. Yeah.
1: Love. love Liz, Liz, if you're listening, you're hey Liz, on the pod. Not to pressure we're, you, but Yeah. we need you on. We need you on for entertainment value. Um, but yeah, here we are.
0: Back back at it. Jess, it's nice to have you. Back at it for now. We've missed you. Yeah. Thank you, Rage, for for taking over, for stepping in. Hey, no better time. And it's just, it was like a wild uncertain moment for us in the pod. And a, a few, when was that, a week or so ago? Yeah, yeah. And I've just been reading a lot of the messages that were really unprompted through DMs mm-hmm. about how, how happy you guys are that we're back weekly when you guys listen to us. And I'm just like, wow. I don't know. It yeah. just is like really puts into perspective why we do this. And that Mm -hmm. feels so good. But I did want to address um, the Jess is going through it thing because I know a lot of you guys are curious or just wanting to know that I'm okay. And I feel like it's important to address it, but in a way that I can. Um, So here's what I want to say. This thing that I'm going through is everything in my life right now, which is why it's been very difficult to show up on the pod or show up in any other way in my life. So it's all that matters to me. And it's already changed my life in so many ways. (laughs) So that sounds very big, but it's true. But um, the reality is, is that I'm still not ready to talk about it. And it's very difficult for me to personally value openness and transparency. Mm -hmm. And I know I fucking preach that on this podcast, but. Um, and just not being able to share it with you guys because there is, I don't know, there is some beauty and healing and sharing as you're going through it. And I believe that, but, um, yeah, I just need to share it with you guys and do time as my family navigates through it. Right. Cause it's not just your hurt
1: and your journey. Right. It's, it's affecting everyone all at once. Right. And it's constantly moving like it's a family emergency you know yeah. like it's a family emergency like Jess and Joe are okay you know like yeah we're not gonna no... yeah I
0: guess like if that's the big thing I could definitely say that Joe and I are not gonna get yeah. divorce or um, no one has passed um, so it's just something that we're actively going through and just it doesn't involve just me yeah. um, so and I think a lot of people
1: can relate just to like having a family emergency and it completely shifting Everything, you know, like even when my grandma fell like two summers ago, Mm -hmm. you know, Laura came home for a time. I like we we were taking turns sleeping at my grandma's house. There are so many things that it's like when you're taking care of people and like loving people through their hurt and their stuff that like it affects, you know, your sibling relationships, your relationships with your parents, your relationship with your grandparents, like everything is suddenly shifting when an emergency happens. Mm And you really find out, like, who you are in those moments. So you're also navigating this new side of yourself in an emergency. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times when it comes to, like, you know, people falling or getting sick or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it's like a slow train wreck. So it's like you see it coming Uh and you're like, where do I go? What do I do? Who can I talk to? How do I stop this? Uh But you know that, like, no matter what, we're going into the side of this mountain.
0: Yeah. And we're doing it together. Yeah. Which is really eye-opening for me and my family right now I think my sister yeah we were all together and she said I've never felt more loved and safe within our family as I do right now and that's exactly I couldn't say that better Mm -hmm. I just we are going through it together and like know that I am okay there's a lot of healing that's happening during this there's a lot of growth weirdly that's happening um as I just talked to my therapist about it Um, so I'm in therapy, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. So like, I'm okay. I'm just all of my attention all of my life is going to this right now because it has to. Um, so I hope that clears things up. And like I said, I do want to share this with you guys and I know that, you know, it could help others. And once I'm in a better place about it, I totally would be open to that. So I just wanted to address it because I know it's like, what's going on with chess? You know, people just... Maybe listeners or anybody I know a lot of my close friends do know. So, um, and I just wanna people have reached out and I'm super appreciative of that. That means more than you know, but it's like I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as much as I can be. So I just wanted to address that yeah. and not be super vague about it or try to be secretive because I just want you guys to know that I am going through this shitty time, but there's crazy weird good stuff happening during it. So yeah. we will be okay. Yeah. And um, this community is really important to me. And like I said, just looking back on just like DMs, they just like weirdly showed up um, during this last week, uh, past week. And I was just like, this is this is worth it. Yeah. You know, this is something that could get me through. And this has been, this podcast has been such a light for me um, and just something I look forward to. And I don't want that to stop. And yeah. But we did have to like sit down and talk about like,
1: you know, after we'd already talked about, you know, putting our foot on the gas and stuff, but we were like, you know, we always want to feel like we're doing right by you guys. Like, we always want to feel like we're um, not only relatable, but, like, in a space to relate, you know? And right. it's like, yes. as I'm approaching, you know, the newborn stage and all the hecticness that comes on with that, and while Jess is still navigating this stressful time, I'm I'm like... Are we in the place, mm-hmm. you know, and I think well, neither Jess or I have ever felt the need to come on here and be perfect, like, you know, people that have their shit together all the time. Well, but you, we didn't want to feel like we were coming on here
0: at, at zero. Right. And so or for me being fake, I feel like um, it's kind of come to my attention that I've been like withdrawn. Or, you know, just like not totally me on the podcast. And I felt that because this big thing in my life and I can't share it with you guys or I can't, you know, tell you every detail um, that that wasn't true or that wasn't what we stand for. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I feel like this conversation was so important to be like, if, you know, I'll I'll talk about how I'm feeling that way more yeah. or, you know, if I can.
1: We can talk about hard things without talking about the anything. hard thing. It's specific,
0: right? Yeah. And that's what I want to do. And like, I think that's what we were talking about. Like we're hitting the gas we're going for. It. And that's like, obviously life just took like crazy fucking turns. And yeah, it was like, okay, can we handle this and still be us and still be true and, t- and still be what we stand for. Mm-hmm. And I think we kind of decide, yeah. let's give it, let's go. I mean, let's, I mean, let's we decided to, you know, like through all this stuff, like,
1: you know, going through hard shit together, you know, even excite, like exciting stuff like parenthood, like, those are the things that we want to grow. We, we want the community to grow with us through. And so we were like, it's either the time to stop or it's the time to like really take it seriously. And so we opted for the take it seriously. But we, we just had to have a moment the other day where we're like, let's really rethink this for a sec. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we don't want to be inconsistent. Um, But in reality, guys, as we approach the next couple of months while I'm – I'm planning on taking like you know a couple weeks off, but who knows how I'll feel. And then you know if shit comes up and we miss a Friday,
0: you guys sorry. know why. And yeah. you know, and I think that's important of <laughs> yeah. just like letting you guys in a little more. Yeah, instead of just inconsistencies and dresses out and you know, yeah, all of this stuff. It's just like you guys know, and we want you guys to know, and we 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 are you know very grateful for for your support. As yeah. much as you support us, so it's win win. But we're glad you're back, Jess, because your
1: sub this week was gonna be Josh. Oh a, no, no. Uh, Josh two point oh. Yeah, okay. Josh's friend Matt. Mm. A twenty four year old white guy. Mm. So I would hate to give another white guy a microphone just ever, <laughs> ever again. I mean the but you know, you if, if, he, if he if he comes on he's very funny. So
0: I'm glad I'm back.
1: I'm glad you're back too. We don't want to give any any more men their their time to shine. Although Josh has been not on this podcast at least. Josh has been enjoying our our light viral TikTok that has has happened. Did it get viral? Oh, 50,000 views. 52,000, more than we've had in a, a long time.
0: Wow. Um,
1: but Are we making uh, a you know, back? do you want to know why? Why? People hate Josh.
0: Your kid? <laughs> should, oh, should we go through
1: are, a moment where we read hate comments from my husband? Are
0: dogging him?
1: Oh my god! Oh yeah, no,
0: that's funny though because people are gonna be like, "What? That's and, you should never."
1: Oh, and we're talking about like, uh, so we're how last week Josh talked about the simple question: Who sleeps closest to the door? And Josh, without missing the beats. Says like Rachel. Oh, obviously. Rachel does because I'm afraid of the door, and I'm just—I was like, "What are you?" And then our our friend Jerry made it into a TikTok for me because I'm bad at
0: TikTok. Did Jerry make it? Jerry made because it because she thought it was so funny. Like yeah. worth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. and hey Jerry, you be helping us out left and right. Sad
1: as fuck. Lmfao. This is so fucking pathetic. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. People are for real. Dogging him.
1: Girl, obviously his life wouldn't be meaningless without you because he's sleeping away from the door. Oh, my gosh. I would literally never want to be married for a man who would use me as a human shield.
0: I'm talking people. Oh, pe- people be- are dead ass. People, people are serious about this. This would
1: change the way I see my husband. Loss of respect and faith. Oh, wow. Oh, what are these, boomers? I'm like, guys, would you rather have a person that was honest? with themselves and with you about who would be more likely to fight off an intruder.
0: It's also, or like, it,
1: do you want to take your, your man? That's like, Oh, I'll, I'll get, I'll get my gun, babe. I'll take care of yeah. you. I'll, I'll take a bullet for you, babe. But like leaves the skid stains in his underwear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Like,
1: i'm fine i'm fine
0: i'm fine with my little pussy boyfriend yeah but it's just like you have to know josh to really understand that too but yeah
1: it's a hard no for me he doesn't give two shits about you or anyone besides himself i'm like people people really take a 30 second tiktok and go so can you imagine
0: what it's like being like an influencer no because this is funny to me like there were no but if you got it more than once on videos of people dogging your husband. I mean, husband. for a while, I
1: was like commenting back, like, can you imagine how bad my first husband was?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like, this was
1: my upgrade.
0: Come yeah, on. Yeah. That is funny.
1: But also, I wanted to like do a TikTok of our bedroom because it's like, there really is no closer to the door.
0: No, I was going to say, it's our like bedroom, you're a foot closer. A foot, Maybe. Your bed, I mean, you
1: And also, I am certifiably more insane than he is. I would fight off an intruder better. That's just how it is.
0: And that's how, but why is it like, why can't the woman protect the men? Right. Like, what, you know what I'm hand, saying? I will hand you. What if you felt more you comfortable bed? with physical altercations?
1: Which I probably am. Yeah. But Josh also, like, if we do hear a sound, he jumps out of bed and, like, scopes okay, the area. Yeah.
0: I, I yeah, he's so fine. He's not a total. Everyone relax.
1: He's not a total ninny. I mean these to take it easy also, in 2023. Is it, do you ever say words and you're like is that racist? Cuz I don't know. Like it, what is ninny? Is ninny racist? I don't know, but
0: you better be careful with any like what is it short for? What is right. it? Right. I didn't want to say
1: pansy cuz it seems a little, you know.
0: Yeah, it could be controversial. But
1: I think I also did say pansy earlier, so who
0: knows. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. It's like that's the questions of these, this generation. Is it racist? I know. Is Or it am I hurting someone's feelings while saying this? Right. Not knowing. Right. So if you have any... But here's the thing. I'll say that if you feel that way and you say like, hey, I don't know if that was, you know, I think you're safe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because obviously you said it without knowing. Right. So I feel like if you just cover it up with, ah, I'm not really sure if that was. If it was, let me know. <laughs> because you got to stay, got to stay open. If you guys
1: have any information on the word nanny, let me know. Yeah. Um. We come
0: to find out it's, like, the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> and I've said it, like, 40 times. <laughs> You're going to like, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whatever. Whatever.
1: Um, But today we're just going to, we're going to, well, we were going to do We're Not Really Strangers or those cards that we've done before. But I left them at home because I forgot. And because my dog Barley was really making me mad because she wouldn't go into her into her space to be created, but not created, but we just put them upstairs now. And she said no. And I had to leave and I forgot it, but they're wholesome. It's an app with different card decks. Yeah. Wait, I have a story to tell. I would love a story. Yeah. That's... I was trying to segue into the meat, but I, I yeah. Know.
0: But before we get into it, because I'm like, absolutely. I moved. You did. I'm just trying to think of stuff that's not oh, yeah. related to my just, trauma you know, right now. We, we honestly probably don't even need
1: content for this episode. We just go. No, we
0: we, we need oh, okay. some questions. But I was thinking about, okay, so we moved. Move-in day. I just want to tell you about move-in day a little bit and how it started. Uh, we did a little over-under with my sister and Joe. Like, over-under Joe is a freak out before the move. And we didn't say, you know, like, move-in day, probably not. But we're like, definitely days before leading up. And he was in the clear, honest to God, just normal stressors, no big freak out, no hands through the hair. Um, But we were kind of running smooth. So the morning comes, it's a little frantic. Anxiety is high, you know? Everyone's showing up, everyone's coming over. So Joe is not comfortable driving this large U-Haul semi, so he asked his friend to come with him to go pick it up. So... He goes, picks up the U-Haul, comes back, um, backs it in, everything's fine, Um, and now everybody shows up. We got a huge moving party. People are showing up right at 9 a.m., and I was very surprised by that. I mean, punctual people were here, and they're ready to get down. Like, where, where do we start? Just where do we go? You know And I'm like? Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was kind of confusing because Brit was moving in as we're moving out, so I'm like, this goes, this stays, but like... We got the majority of the go stuff in one room so that it was easy. Um, Oh, a little pickles here. Um, So anyways, all of a sudden, U-Haul's blown Joe's phone up. I'm like, what the fuck is U-Haul call me for? He steps outside. He comes back inside. I'm upstairs. The whole house goes silent. Joe goes, there's a fucking gun in the car. We're getting fucking (laughs) arrested. I'm like, Who's getting arrested? What Joe? G- goes you know to Joe goes to straight to just jail time.
1: And like Joe, you're the one that's responsible for putting people in jail.
0: You know how it works. He and there's two cops there that are family members, but it's
1: like
0: Joe goes. So what happened was um, the previous renter of the U-Haul left their Louis Vuitton purse, a gun in the purse, and like a debit card right on the dashboard or something. And but so you think. You and would remember. remember the Louis at least. Right. So I think it came as like, Okay, we found the Louis Vuitton and then you haul's like, Hey, just be careful, there's a gun in there. And so Joe's yeah. just like, oh, what? So he comes in ranting and raving about Red this. Hot. Just this could be stolen. I'm not going down for this. Lost it. Everyone else knows Joe and no one's really like paying any mind to
1: this people joe's really been ignored and i don't think that that has helped him in the <laughs> well, long because run
0: everyone is trying to like just stay level-headed about it like his dad who is a retired detective is like hey you're good dude just call the cops for the transfer if you feel that ne- it's necessary like it's not yours you're not responsible for it you're returning it um pickle. Joe's family and friends really
1: thought, hey, we're going to th- speak logically to this kid for the rest of his life, and he's going to eventually pick it up. Never, Never did it work. It didn't work.
0: And then at the same time, people just said, fuck it. People started packing boxes. No one's listening to Joe anymore. Because he's <laughs> he's on the phone with the he's police. He's a man ignored. He's on the phone with the police. The U-Haul guy's on his way. And then someone's like, Jess, we have a mayo situation. And I'm like, explain explain and i'm like what does that mean and they're like a bottle of mayo exploded everywhere in the back of the truck and i'm like uh here's a bunch of towels and some paper towels and things you can clean it up with i'm very sorry I'm like i that's don't when I get know my dogs out that's when i'd be like it's the mayo going out. on and then all of a sudden the cops show up with the u-haul guy it's just a mess i'm like wow this is this is how it's really starting off at 9 30 a.m really popping off strong so, the rest of the day was just high anxiety, you know? Yeah, he, I was they just, set him off and... I mean, he was, he kind of... you know, no, actually, between, when we were leaving, he was freaking the fuck out about setting Britt's couch up. He's like, all this stuff you do for us, Jess, we can't fucking set up your couch. Like, losing it, absolutely losing it. Britt's like... Leave the couch, Joe. We have to get to your house. Like, oh, my. I can handle the couch. I appreciate your guys' help getting it up here. That's all I needed. And he's trying to put it together, get the bolts together, getting his brothers in One on it. One thing at a time. One and I thing said, Britt, do you want the couch put together, yes or no? And she said, no. And I said, we need to leave. We need to leave. Let's go. It was just wild. So, I mean, starting off guns, mayo, and, you know, and joe's anxiety that was moving day Guns for us May own joe's anxiety yeah and that there was moving day <laughs> i just needed to tell that story because it was just like this is a fucking movie but we made it here successfully yes everyone was safe everyone made it long fucking day i mean honestly all like tips and tricks it's just, no, it's, just it's just organized chaos yeah you, you just... get the shit in I'm writing thank you notes to everyone because everyone did like an A-plus job. Good. Like, everyone was great. And I got to ask the pod,
1: I'm going to put up a poll, on whether or not Jess was in her right mind when she ordered a white
0: couch. It's beige, bitch. It's beige.
1: With two huskies and a person that wants to be a mother someday. Yeah. So this seemingly will be the the, the couch in which children will... Yep, make themselves cozy on. Yep, the main. Le- this is the main main level couch
0: for now. Yeah, until it gets trashed.
1: I mean, granted, I'm not a you know an, an active mother yet, but I don't know if you can train kids not to go on the sofas.
0: And putting this together was actually a bitch. And you know what? I'm gonna put it out here publicly. Albany Park is not as not as easy as you put on advertise on your website. Right. And I'm just saying it because I've someone else posted a YouTube about it too. It's like. That's not what was advertised, no. sweetie. So, Joe and I had a very hard time sweating our dicks off last night, putting this together, arguing, cursing up Storm, another classic McAleese Cardelloni fight, you know. And I went upstairs, I gotta take a minute, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I, I gotta take a minute, Joe, take <laughs> using, a Using take... my fucking tools, okay? And um, yeah, he wrote like a nice. Email to Albany Park, but a nice, um, strongly worded email. Yeah, which I he cc'd me on, and I saw that he misspelled some things. I'm like, wow, oh. that's a word, it's leaving out words and oh. stuff. You can't be mad and illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> you have to you sound can't like be you, mad and sound dumb. No, you can't because you look mad, dumb. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But we have a half put together couch that we're sitting on. But I mean, it's beautiful. Like but, Yeah, I, I think aesthetically it was exactly what I wanted, but it also I think comes quality, in so
1: many different
0: colors. Quality is high, do you agree? Do you feel like, I, I mean, mean, we haven't been able to put it all together, so... Quality think, as far as, like, I guess it's a little crunchy, right? I just, Jess, That's I
1: little, know your cleaning
0: issues, and... They've gotten better due to life lately. You have been. There were dishes in the sink when you came over yesterday, and I was like... Didn't notice.
1: No part of me noticed that. I I didn't clock it. I didn't think of it. I didn't notice it. I didn't look. at Rachel's
0: here for the delivery of this couch. I did. I did
1: have to receive this couch, and I almost wanted to be like, "Boys, pack it away."
0: This was a (laughs) dumb idea. (laughs) (laughs) She wanted olive green, anyways. She needs olive green. Take it back. Oh my gosh, that was. Thank you for that. I called Rachel eight thirty a.m. I said hello. She's like, "I'm like, are you asleep?" She's like, "Mm -mm, "No, no, (laughs) good, good." And she came to the rescue because this couch was she needed to up. be
1: received and you couldn't be here for it. Right. People that move up delivery
0: windows jail.
1: It j- it jail. I planned my day and I made appointments. It
0: said 1230 and 130 and I said, great, I can make that. And then they did come earlier, so I'm glad you were here. I was here. Yeah.
1: I was here. Um, but I, w- I will be putting up a poll on whether or not people people think you should take advantage of the 30-day returns. Yeah, let me know, guys. But you might have to if you can't get this fucking other side put together on anyway.
0: True, true, true. It's nice, though. Yeah. But I would like to know, return it or keep it. I have a 30-day
1: window. There are other colors. It's not the couch or the quality of the couch. It's the color of the couch for me. Okay. And I'm like, I know Jess, and in a couple years, if you have a toddler, I know... They're sticky hands, McGee, right? And you're not going to dig it because right. you're not the kind of person that can have a stained couch. Uh,
0: no, no, no. Um, like I would just be like, eh. and here's also I didn't something I didn't think through is like white walls and the beige couch and also
1: the cream carpet.
0: Yeah, I was going for this, I guess the name on Pinterest is like Japandi style decor, that Japandi. I don't know if I like that. Is that racist?
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: It could be. Okay. yep. Yeah. Okay. Because well, are we, are we, I really think that is like... Is it's, Japan just everything white there? It's like white and beige mix. But then I'm coming to find out that I like... I don't want my house to look like fucking Target. No. You know? I just want it to be different. And I was like... Just like Kim Kardashian's t-. house? No. No. But I feel like that's like subconsciously is what I was doing. Because I'm looking. I'm like, everything's... Your bougie girl dress. I'm, but I'm not not like that. Like, to be honest, like my Heights house was like kind of eclectic. Well, before, but you know what I'm saying. Like, a green couch would be dope. I need some texture. I need some color. Yep. in my life, and like, I need some help. Is what I'm saying. If any uh, interior, I'm just like that's not my job. I feel like I have an idea of what I like, but I just like have so such a hard time putting it together. And I get it. I am too stressed to even. I have ever, like but I have like asylum white walls
1: in my yours house.
0: Yours are pure white,
1: pure white because I was just couldn't asylum. decide. Asylum, I hate. I, I don't mind it. Josh arc- really likes it. He really likes the main living space color. I but, hate our bedroom being that white. I'm like, there's no. But there's reason.
0: so much color and texture. Yeah, like, I added color. Yeah, the the couch and everything. But I don't know if you're out there and like, you can give me a free consult. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great <laughs> i would love some fucking advice your house is so cute i love it it's nice it's 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 that's another well. thing too i did definitely sob i sobbed when everyone left like i did in college just like everyone's was here was helping it was everyone i loved and then you're like alone and yeah. it's like there's boxes everywhere and everything's just like left for you to fucking figure out and I was just overwhelmed and emotional. And so I was like, Ugh. and then the next day I was like, I hate it here. <laughs> and I was like, it's just like empty. I hate and- <laughs> it here. <laughs> and I was like, this Me does at not. Camp. Yes. It was like it felt it doesn't feel like home. Um, it's starting to more and more, but I'm sure a lot of people feel that when they move into a new space, but it's just like really overwhelming. Like I was actually at that Cleveland Heights house for eight years. And that is a very wow. long time to be living in a space, and yeah, like people came and go. Like Brit left, came back. Joe moved in, so there was a lot of a lot of emotional connection to that home as well. Eight years, yeah, almost a fucking decade. That's a long time to live in one place. Yeah. Well, I guess not, I mean, but I, I mean, guess you, like in your mid twenty, like in your twenties, like that's a long time
1: to yeah. be in one space. I think pickle. How's she your, probably how's needs a potty going?
0: break. And okay, we can now too. take a potty break. Yeah.
1: Okay, now to the meat. The beat As the meat. Forty minutes in.
0: Yeah, you guys, you we, we were gabbing. We got shit to talk about, shit to shit to address, emotional stuff to get through, good stories to tell. I Think my
1: legs are going. No,
0: put them up here. Here, straddle me. <laughs> Let
1: me get 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 in I position. Just, um, I don't mind the way my body's changed. Like I'll say that. Like there's sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like stretch marks and whatever i'm like i am a powerful goddess i've grown a baby i've grown her bones with my bones her blood of my blood her skin of my skin she that sounds my- like
0: a religious bible verse <laughs>
1: <laughs> bones in my bones flesh of my LC flesh and mommy bible <laughs> um but i could do without the real serious double chin
0: <laughs> <laughs> i do not notice that on you because your skin is flawless <laughs> it's the Roche skin for me yeah like yeah. Britt went to your baby shower and she's like it is just so unfair because i don't
1: but i've never felt like you guys have bad skin i just don't notice yeah like what do you i mean but i also wasn't there through your childhood you know i mean Bert was on accutane so <sighs> that's a hard life fighting
0: for life literally because suicide warning on those yeah yeah, yeah. so Fine for life on <laughs> An acne. acne. Yeah. And she was depressed, and so she was like, "This is quite the risk, but I'll take it." It's Cause, serious. Because acne is no joke. It's, it's very depressing for people. I, yeah, and tears. You would. Yeah, I know you can't relate. But, right, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Josh. I mean, Josh. Oh, yeah. Josh has a
1: lot of anxiety about his skin, and I wouldn't even say he has
0: acne. His has been great for like I would say over a year now.
1: Yeah, he's been. I. It, He's got a regimen down. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good self yeah. care routine. Yeah. I mean. Skincare routine. But still, he's down bad with the rosacea.
0: Yeah. Well, the rosacea's is here to stay. But, but a I little know. green.
1: I've bought that for him before, but he never uses it. Whatever. Classic men. Men. Okay. So we're doing. It's called Wholesome. H o l s o m. And we're gonna go through different some different packs. All yes. right. Yes. This is a good one. If you had five seconds to completely ruin a wedding, what would you do? Um, five seconds? Yeah. Like if you just had a, I mean, yeah, you could probably take a couple more seconds than that. If you had if you could, could have a minute or whatever to completely ruin a wedding, what would you do?
0: <sighs> I object. Right in the middle of the ceremony. That'll kill a vibe. <laughs> there you go. That's the first thing I'm thinking. I'm going obvious or like smooch the groom right in front of everyone, Mm -hmm. plant one on him and and slap him across the face. And that was for last summer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you still as the wedding photographer.
0: (laughs) That would be fucked. Okay, yeah, that's mine. Okay. Why did I picture myself as Kate Hudson doing it? I don't know. I don't have a clue. Rom-com Yeah, queen, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay, what's yours?
1: Well, I just think I keep on thinking of the times that I've almost ruined weddings, which usually involves me like stepping on the bride's dress as she's like walking down the aisle.
0: Yep. You're thinking as a photographer. Yeah. I'm thinking like I was no a guest. But as I was now, I want you to think as a photographer, what you could do to ruin it. (laughs) Fuck their photos. up. Yeah. But but I guess I wouldn't ruin the day. They would
1: still have the nice day. Probably just like say what I'm thinking in my head all the time out loud. <laughs> all day. <laughs> oh my God. Like, what? Just like people ask you stuff like, these lashes too long? Yeah. These things, like, does this go? And you're just like, at that point, it's like, we're hyping you up. We're not, hey, it ain't the time. Yeah. You know, like, but sometimes I wish I could say what I think about people.
0: Yeah. But my, I'm,
1: we're I, I really, I keep the peace.
0: Yeah. I keep zippies. Sometimes I wish I could, like, finger comb girl's hairs out, hair out. Yeah. Like, who didn't brush that? Oh,
1: don't you hate the, like, when when you want to ask, like, <sighs> hey, are you done with your hair and makeup? <laughs>
0: is I, this I, I think I asked, the final like, oh, look? Yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. But I have asked, like, are you finished? Which is, like, I'm like, oh, for timeline-wise, I'm just trying yeah. to get a good... Oh, guess yeah. on what yeah no that's funny we haven't gone through wedding stuff in forever because no. obviously it's our slow season but i don't miss it that's another <laughs> thing though i am like grateful to be in my off season during this time yeah to, like have the time and like reach and you know it's been helped me out with edits and stuff which has just been godsend. Gotcha. hey okay. we what we can Okay, that is specific. Okay, if you could instantly become an expert in something, what would it be and why? Math. Me too. Finances. Just smart. Oh, yeah. Just like investing. Yeah. Investing. Okay. Yeah. Good answer, right? <laughs> yeah, you answered for me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh, okay, let me just get another question. No. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I said
1: math. You said finances. You're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
0: I wanted you to be really smart about it. Okay. Okay. This is that's a little silly. If you could have a piece of technology that doesn't exist, what would you have? Mm. Some sort of invention. I would do
1: something. That doesn't it. exist, but I could have it.
0: Right. Like. Oof. A toughie.
1: Yeah. I was thinking, like, an ultrasound machine at home.
0: Oh, wow. Well, they have those. I'm sure you could just get one.
1: I don't think you can have them at home. I don't think they sell them to the public. I'm sure if you had enough money, you could buy yourself one. You think? I'm sure.
0: Medical equipment. Yeah.
1: Probably. I guess that's already been invented. Not that I would. I, I haven't been, like, a Doppler girl. I said that... Like
0: you did say that to me. You were like, I'm not gonna stress myself out with that. Because like
1: I've been debating like the Owlet sock. I texted Jerry about it because I'm like, You're you know, like the thing that you put on babies to see. Oh, you I know. There. I think it'd be worth a peace of mind. Or what is it, the nanit? There's different stuff, yeah. but it's like in the end. Well, Jerry said she's like mm. she had it for Ollie and didn't use it for Forrest, and that's kind of like what a lot of people is like you It's use a firstborn. It for, yeah, it's a firstborn first time parent. But she said a lot of times, like, he would just, like, kick it off or it would come off and then you get alerted and then you start panicking,
0: Mm -hmm. you know?
1: I mean, I just, I'm choosing to just try to not feed my anxieties with every single bit of technology that I can. Yeah. Like, I didn't get the at-home Doppler because I was like.
0: I'm just going to be obsessing over it. Right. And
1: what am I going to do?
0: Right. (laughs) like
1: there's nothing you can do
0: right it's like that you'd rather be at a doctor telling you that yeah gonna walk you through it and i
1: always say like being pregnant is the most vulnerable i've ever been in my entire life you're just saying whatever happens is gonna happen and it's gonna happen when it happens (laughs) (laughs) like
0: great yeah that's a. it's a lot of universe trusting yeah and that's hard for people who want control and
1: Ooh, but you know, a good invention if it could be. Yeah, remember smart house. Yeah, before it went evil. Yep. But there, I just feel like it would be great to like the food aspect of that. Do you remember very much restaurant? Like, boop. Yes, just popped up. Just popped up. That would be great because that would be great. It's like one of my craving.
0: Boop boop. There it is. Yeah. So smart. Some smart house stuff. I would love that. That's a great one. Yeah. Something about food would be... <laughs> oh, okay. I'm asking you one more because okay. that one was kind of silly. Okay. And because I answered the other one for you. <laughs> but I just want to know your answer to this. If you could pick three people in your life that you know to be in your gang, who would you pick? My gang? Yeah, We're they did quote unquote gang. And is that racist? <laughs> Like the like, name this episode like is it racist? Is this racist? Is this whole
1: episode racist? Yeah. Um but like okay, maybe it's, like a like a crime gang, like people that I'm gonna commit crimes. Yeah, let's with?
0: let's say that. Not Joe. Not he'd be he's the right side of the law right at side all the times. Law. He He's on such
1: the right side of the law, he forgets what the law is because he's just like, Yeah, could using a handicapped bathroom stall be illegal? Probably. Yeah.
0: And this wasn't an ick for me until like first year of marriage. Where I'm like, You are a rule follower, real goody two shoes, right? But it, like he didn't come off that way when I first met him. But obviously, was he was... captain
1: of the safety patrol? Had to have been, had
0: to have been. You know, he's already, if he wasn't, it that was a pivotal moment in his life. And he's like, I've got to do better. You know, he's already reached out to the neighbors about the neighborhood watch and who's on the committee. And he's like, there needs to be a stop sign over there. Joe. Gag me with a spoon, would you? Ew. What is that phrase? (laughs) Oh, my God. Gag me with your dick, would you? (laughs) (laughs) Would you just relax a little bit? God. Deep throat
1: me, please. God.
0: Oh. (laughs) Okay, not Joe. Not Joe and the gang. Um, commit crimes with three people that you know. Josh is a given.
1: Yes, that man is a criminal
0: through oh. and through, through and, and through. he's street smart, and he ha- already he's has sneaky. his stash for the apocalypse. Okay, he is a doomsday prepper, and we have to talk about it. Do you want to know what the stash is at currently? No, I mean yes, I want to know. It's about a two-pound bag of rice. I, he he snapped it to us. You know that he snapped it. Yeah.
1: It it's about enough food for one week. Oh, Okay. Maybe two. For he has two to start.
0: For his anxiety is better because he has a stash, something to get him going.
1: I just I hey whatever makes you sleep. In, he goes two weeks could be the make or break, babe. Two weeks could be the make or break.
0: I love a prepared man. So yeah, Josh, because he's he's a little bit he is shifty. He's shifty. He He's is.
1: He's shifty. Um, I just like, do I need anybody else in my gang?
0: That sounds very racial of you to say. Does it? Yeah, a little do bit. Do I need anybody else? Yeah, you're like, sounds I'm good, ra- on <laughs> that, good on my own.
1: Good on my own. How is that
0: racial? Ra- no, Rachel. Oh, that's very like, right, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> you said that's racial. I was like, is it? Going back to everything being racist.
1: Yeah. No, um, very rach of you. Yeah. Just me and Josh. Yeah, and, okay. And Elsie. Oh, yeah. She'll be a little baby. I mean, we'll get her started in crime young. Right. She so she doesn't know the difference, which is the saddest part. Right. When you get kids involved in your CDA dealings, sad. Reminds me of Ozark. But if we have to do what we have to do, we'll do it. Right. Um... And then I
0: feel like Mads could be really useful, and Eric
1: too. Can I bring them all? We'll just—it'll be the whole codependency conglomerate. Yeah, yeah. Because Madison will do what she has to do, and she'll lie.
0: Yeah, I think she's she could be shifty as well.
1: Eric is already probably a little bit crazy. He won't. He'll do what's needed to survive. He will. So that yeah, that's the crew. That's good. Okay. I'll do one more hypothetical for you. Yeah. Mm. See, if you could instantly become fluent in any language,
0: what would it be and why? Italian, because I'm Italian. There's no real cool answer to that, but it's really pretty. Yeah, like I've been watching White Lotus. I finished it. Finished it. Did you? I'm yeah. not quite yet finished, um, but it's fucking awesome. I just I don't know. And I think it's a little bit of Spanish in there too, kind of similar to Spanish a bit because I took Spanish. But I think it'd be so dope to learn another language. It would.
1: But I would I would really like to instantly become like if this hypothetical could be real. Yeah. And I didn't have to do the work, and I could just wake up one day and be like Spanish. I know. Yeah, I'd choose Spanish because
0: it's the most yeah. practical. Yeah. <laughs> Very rich of you, not very racial. Rich.
1: Yeah, but it is. It, is, the most
0: it is. And, but I don't know what knowing Italian, like I could get some cool jobs. I'm bilingual with Italian. How yeah. many people know Italian. Jess, you're bougie. Of course you're choosing Italian. Yeah. Choosing... And I would love to go to Italy and just, you know, yeah. be in there with the Italians. Got got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I would choose.
1: Okay, cool. I get that. Oh, Sorry about that. My kit. Okay, this pack is 36 questions to fall in love, which I think you and I could fall in love. Easily. Easily. Um, and the number one, the first question is, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest?
0: This means anybody. Yeah. Dead or alive? Uh, anyone in the world. So alive. I would say alive. Inner guest. I We ask these questions on the pod and then I'm like three weeks later in the shower yeah, like that would have been a good answer. Because there's this one I have to get off my chest. Okay. And it's one that we asked if you could have any talent or not any talent or any skill or something. It was a question like that. But the answer, I think I said I would want to be able to sing. Yeah. And I take that back. Because I'd actually really love to dance. Dancing would be my answer. But I feel like you're not far from being able to dance, are you? But I mean, like, real professional, like, yeah. like real, like, those hip-hop videos. Or, like, you know, those, um, lyrical numbers on TikTok. I'm like, hmm. I would like that. So, okay. I just want to officially change my answer there. <laughs> from an episode that's probably a year old. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but it keeps me up at night, okay? <laughs> um, Fuck. I don't know, because I know I'm thinking like celebrities that I would love to sit down and just crack up with. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, that's who it would be. Some comedian that I'm not thinking of clearly right now. And my 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 head's going to Adam Sandler, but I definitely don't want Adam Sandler. I
1: bet he would be a good dinner guest, though. I think you so. You wouldn't have to do anything fancy I need, him. Yeah, I need like a down-to-earth. Yeah, you wouldn't need anything I don't have fancy. to worry about
0: impressing, because yeah. I can get real... That could really be problem for me. I'm going comedian. I'm going someone I don't need to impress. Answer to be determined. Okay. <laughs> Give me three showers and I'll think of it.
1: Okay. That's when I do my deep thinking. I think I would choose Alana Glazer. Is that how you say her last name? Who? Alana from... Uh... Oh, from Broad City. Yeah. She's fucking awesome. I think she would be... I just feel like she's a fascinating person.
0: Yeah. I mean, she is a great actress, a fucking activist. Yeah. She just had a baby and is just like empowered by it. Yep. Yeah. I'm a big fan. That would be cool. Her
1: partner, her husband, is just like a normal man. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. Right. So it's like there I would I think she would be a perfect little dinner guest. Yeah. For sure. Teach me your ways. What are your what's your parenting philosophy? Like, just think. Yes, like, yes. Tell me what
0: you think, so that I can learn. Yeah, yeah. Because I would love that. Yeah, because then by the end of it, you'd be like, fucking at a at a riot at the end of the night. you yeah. know? just protesting and shit. Yeah, <sighs> I was smearing period blood all over your face and burning. Like, bras. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. cool. mm. I have a good answer for that just don't know yet it'll come to you okay would you like to be famous in what way i wouldn't mind being
1: niche famous right yeah that's why it asks in what way okay like like if we had you know like a podcasting you know like people people that know like the other day i i was I was spotted by my voice at Rockney's. Yeah, what? Because I've been on Jerry's podcast.
0: Which is crazy. She's like, I recognize your voice.
1: I was like, what? Crazy. But really, it's like, because of Ladies and tangents. And I feel like, even Jerry and Sierra, like, when I see, like, where, like, podcasting leads you, does seem very overwhelming. Like, in a way that it's not, like, I think, like, realistically, there was a lot of, like, envy at first. Mm -hmm. Like, with when Jerry and here is like podcast just blew up and as it should, they put in a hundred times more effort than we did. Jerry was freaking grinding. and me and you were like, we're still wedding photographers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know how to balance. I don't know what, what no. To do. still don't. But it um, you know, being able to like take a step back and like just like root for them and also like, you know, be a part of their live shows in the capacity that I have and like helping like it's so cool. To see, like, how there's, like, a group of people that know them pretty deeply mm-hmm. or, like, feel like they know them deeply. Um, and they have all these, like, inside jokes and that's very nice. But it also at the same breath, like, I don't know how well I would handle it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, you
1: don't know how you're going to handle it until you're doing it. Yeah. But there's a lot of pros and cons to having a fan base. Yeah. That, like, because it's, like, the more fans you have... The more people you feel like you would disappoint, yes. or the more pressure you feel to perform or be the certain
0: person. And I feel
1: like you and I have felt that even on like a small
0: scale. With right. Like, I'm just saying, like that could just feel like I can relate to that now, being like, we have thousands of listeners. And i right. like, I'm I feel like I'm doing what I should by telling my close friends, but I'm not ready to tell thousands of people. Right. Like but I also got, need them to know that I'm not a fake or fraud. I'm yeah. out here
1: doing the lord's work but like the difference of like three to five thousand people to a hundred thousand people is crazy crazy mind-blowing but
0: it was also like shit like that like fucking weird internet people being like josh's i would never stand for that you know like you would get more of that and that's fucking weird and like i feel like it has its pros and cons the best thing
1: about podcasting is that like at least with our podcast it's like our podcast is being ourselves Mm -hmm. and same with like jerry and sierra like their podcast is just them being them so it's hard to get to a place of like burnout like i feel like people that play characters or like have to keep up this persona or like you know if you're an actor or whatever like to a certain extent it's like my life is my content yeah and so there's an ease that comes with that but also it's like how do you pump the brakes for other people to be like you don't get ever access to all of my life right right like where do you
0: draw the line
1: like truly like content creators like influencers i i do not idolize i do not like fantasize about having that no but
0: i think they work very fucking hard to come up with new shit it would be emotionally
1: draining
0: yes to feel like you have to be relevant have to be relatable I think we go through that, and that's a weekly thing. You right. know what I mean? Of being like, okay, what do you want to talk about? What do mm-hmm. you think our listeners are want? What can we offer? Yeah, that's a lot weekly. Imagine numerous times a day, right? For what? I would love a breakdown of like, fucking documentary on influencers and how much TikTok pays and what they have to do, and not just like TikTok necessarily. It's the brand deals, right? Oh, right, that's right. Yeah,
1: that you do that you sign individually, and that's, right. that's a, that whole world. Advertising money is nuts. Yeah. It's insane. Would love to get a little bit of it. But. Yeah. <laughs> would love to dabble a would bit. Would love to dabble a bit, but it's also very overwhelming. So.
0: What about you? Same, similar to, it has its pros and cons. I think, like, being famous for something I like podcasting, because that's I think that's the most realistic. Mm-hmm. Everything else would be like, I'm not a fucking movie star. I'm 31. No, God. You know? I was so, like, not... that ship is fucking sailed, was... even though I dreamt of it, but um not necessarily though like i don't crave it or like want that my life in the spotlight right but if it came through podcasting like i would welcome it i guess and we shall see <laughs> to okay be
1: determined if you live to 90 90- Would you rather have the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years
0: of your life? Mind. I can rot away in a bed. Who? 90. I ain't doing shit at 90 anyways. My body should be pretty run down.
1: Also, it's like, but if your body's healthy, why would your mind be decaying? I think there's a problem with this question, now that I think about it. But I feel like pick one. It'd be mind. But the for the last 60 years. So in this hypothetical, I'm living to be 150.
0: Weird one. Weird. But I would pick. Also, I would kind of look, you want to be in like assisted living nursing home. If I had the money. Just thinking about it with my grandpa and we're talking about mm-hmm. things. But I'm like, dude, there's like really nice facilities where like they can like go kick it at a bar. I'm like, it's yeah. college. If you pick a really nice one, I know these cost a hell of money. Yeah. But I'm like, it's like college for old people. It's yeah. like living your life up in your lat, your remaining years. Right. Sign me the fuck up. I'm not one of to be those people who's like, my family doesn't want me. Get rid of me. Yeah. I'm probably a, a pistol. I'm probably annoying as fuck. Put me... So I can hook up with old dudes again, you know? I'm trying to live it up in my remaining years. <laughs> I think I really do think about that. Okay. Oh, speaking of. Yeah. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? A secret hunch. <sighs> I've never really thought about it. I don't, this.
1: I it's like, it's like I don't think about it. Again, out of my control, out of my out of my realm. Um, I mean, I have a lot of fears about dying in a car accident. Uh, I know. Are are you human if you don't? I don't know.
0: Did you have fears as a kid? Like when your parents would be late later when they said later than they said they'd be, that they died in a car accident. I feel like it's because of movies we watched as kids. Like a lot of parents and people died. Susie Q. Mm hmm. Um, Save the last dance. Her mom's racing to get to her audition. Like that, that's the shit for me that was like, that will happen. Garen fucking teed. And I think it was the movies we watched. Did you have that fear as a kid? Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Like it, yeah. Like,
1: but now it's like, even like, like when the weather's bad, it's like, Josh, you really have to go to work? You're going to leave
0: me here? Well, also because you guys just. I mean, got in a car accident. I know. Yeah. I had had to drive on Sunday to a shoot. I had a little elopement in Cuyahoga Valley. Mm -hmm. So it's like 30 minutes from here. Less than. took me like 45 minutes. The roads were bad. And I was like, I'm comfortable driving. Yeah. This was stupid. I'm doing it for you, Katie. Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, I'm fine driving in general and also in like, shitty weather but i was like it's a bad idea yeah it was bad but bad idea but pictures turned out dope and it was one of the cutest days so okay this might be deep okay um i know i i ask you too but and if you don't want to answer that's okay if you could change anything about the way you were raised what would it be we don't have to slander our parents but no i talk about this a lot um also, going into parenthood is yeah. an interesting question.
1: I. So, my relationship with my dad is very weird and comp- not necessarily complicated because until my parents got divorced when I was 15, my dad was so hands off. With us being raised, he very much didn't feel qualified. That's a that's a huge thing with my like, other girl, like you deserve better. Like, I didn't know, you know, and so he just leaned on my mom so much. But and then when they did get divorced and he realized, like, oh, I'm going to put an effort in to get to know my kids. Then he like flipped a switch. He got very into Native American spirituality. He like completely changed and was then emotionally available in a way that he had never been. But I think about who I was when I was younger, knowing that, like, I needed his love and attention in a way that he didn't feel qualified to give me at that time. And so I sought it out from, like, boys, like, because I didn't have the man that I needed at home. Um, And I've talked about this with my dad before and, you know. It's so weird to talk to about because it's, like, he's completely changed and he's completely, like, made it up to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's still this, like, that wound was still there because of him not playing that role. And so I will be very aware and cognizant of, like, Josh's role in Elsie's life, making sure that, like – I don't ever make him feel incompetent or, like, that he can't care for our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we, we were raised in a patriarchal society. Like, those things, even as a feminist, are ingrained in your brain. Mm-hmm. And so it's it w- will be easy for me to just take over care in a way that, like, might not be easy for him. Mm-hmm. But I want to be an encourager to him in those moments and not, like, someone that's, like – Hey, you don't know what you're doing. Right. Because I want him to feel qualified and capable. And I want him to feel like a caregiver. Yeah. Not just like the dad.
0: Right. Equals. Equals.
1: What did your younger self assume about adult life that isn't mm. actually true? Okay. Um,
0: what did my younger self not know about adulthood? I spent my whole childhood wanting to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I have journals to prove it. I really was like, cannot wait till I get to this age night. And I do love adulthood. I do. Yeah. But now I'm in <laughs> adulthood and I'm craving childhood. Right. I literally am looking at like videos of like Disney World, and universal and just, I think I'm really um, reminiscent right now at this time, in my life too. So like stuff where I was in Disney World or, Doing stuff that felt like magic is something I'm like craving now. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just interesting that you're always just like wishing for another something different that you're in. Like, yeah, wishing for adulthood being a child and wishing for childhood being an adult. And, um, but I don't know if there's something specific as a child, just thinking you'd have the perfect life, you know, yeah. and just thinking. And, like, I love my life, I'm not saying, but it's not fucking perfect. But it's, like... I think I thought I'd have so much more control. Yeah. I'd also thought I'd have six kids at this point. And, like, who I... Six kids by 31? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, who I was marrying. So, like, I had a lot of things planned out. Yeah. Dating my high school sweetheart. So, like, at that time, like, my future seemed really clear. And... The way it went is just a fucking movie. So, right. <laughs> which is, which is kind of cool. But I don't know if there's like a specific thing that like completely different, but always just like wishing for something different is mm-hmm. weird. But I just want to be complacent, <laughs> you know, just like this is where you're at. Love where you're at. Be yeah. present where you're at and yeah. find
1: contentment yeah. where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our younger selves didn't know shit. Sure. We didn't know shit. We did not know anything about anything. And,
0: and we're healing that younger self. Yeah. Right now. I mean, I am. I'm doing the fucking work. And the work is just kind of around me and happening. So it's kind of like... Just... <laughs> it's unfolding. It know? is. It really is. It's I good to... to have content when you're in
1: therapy. You
0: Dude, know? my therapist is like, wow. like She's like, you just kind of saved us a year. of going through that I'm like yeah I know I heard what I needed to hear like for 18 years so it's just been it's been cool but maybe not under the circumstances but still it's clarifying for sure yeah well Jess it's wonderful to have you back I'm happy to be back this was really it felt really good it felt like being back felt like us I don't know it felt very good Very, very good. Very, very good um yeah, who knows? We have um, our anniversary episode coming, um, and then Rachel will be on maternity leave, so I'm bringing Joe back on. I got that pre recorded episode with Meredith, and I'm gonna try to bring Liz on. I can even try to get my whole friend group on here, which oh would be fucking gosh. crazy. Great stories, um, but yeah, I got we got some got some stuff lined up while Rachel's out and. We're gonna keep you posted. We're gonna keep Keep you rolling. Yeah, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. All right, you guys. Love you. Thank you for listening. This is for Better and Worse podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Rach. And we're out of here.